fast linear growth could be at risk because viewers can't use their connected TV platform's universal search to find the channels. In this interview, Gracenote explains the problem and how to fix it. Fast linear channels were a big topic of conversation at the Connected TV World Summit in London last week. However, the proliferation of the channels has created a search and discovery nightmare for viewers that threatens to derail the industry's spectacular growth. In this interview recorded at the summit on May 25th with Simon Miller, Managing Director of Gracenote International Metadata Product Sales, he discusses the fast linear channel discovery problem. He also explains how new service from Gracenote is built for aggregators and for TV platform providers to help their customers overcome this search and discovery nightmare. And by the way, in this interview, I use the terms fast linear channels and virtual linear channels pretty much interchangeably, and they both mean the same thing. That is these program channels that are being streamed on services like Pluto TV and Samsung TV+. This is Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media, and I'm speaking with Simon Miller, who is Managing Director of Gracenow International. And we are at the Connected TV Summit in London. Simon, welcome. Thank you very much. Good to see you. And you had some really interesting news uh, just recently that I wanted to catch up with you on about Fast Linear. And you're solving a really difficult problem for the industry. One of the, one of the issues is that when you do a search for any Fast Linear channel on any of the typical platforms like a Roku or a Samsung TV+, um, when you do a search for content, the fast linear channels don't show up. The content in those channel channels don't show up. So you're doing two things to fix that problem. So why don't you tell us what you're doing and, and how you're solving that problem? Sure, well, I'll do my best. Um, good to see you. Um, so the, the, the product that we've made an announcement about is the Gracenote streaming channels data. And effectively, what we've observed in the, in the industry, as you say, is that fast channels are a f- growing phenomenon and more and more people want to squeeze the best value they can out of their, their vast libraries of content. And they're producing fast channels. And they're popping up all over the place. They're sometimes time limited to either seasons or events that are happening. And so they're often difficult to track. And what we want to do is make sure that the universal search and the super aggregation strategies that are central to what our most senior clients use us for um, is inclu- includes those fast channels, exactly as you described. So, you know, we have historically solved the search and discovery problem in the linear world. We need to do that in the streaming world, and fast is part of that equation. And so linking all of the fast channels to the already existing linear and, and stream data is essentially what that service will do. Right. So you're doing this at first. The first thing you're doing is you're uh, including or adding an ID for the channels, right? And it, explain what the ID is and why it's so important. So, so any, the, the ID is integral to any sort of search and discovery. Um, and, and cross-linking and recommendation. So we, we are both a metadata company, and, and that involves making sure that we have high-quality images, accurate and clear synopses, 
good descriptions of cast and crew, as well as all of the schedule data. But all of that is utterly meaningless if it's not underpinned by a solid ID structure. And the Gracenote ID is the, the barcode for the entertainment industry. It's the way in which our most senior clients link elements of their vast entertainment platforms, which are becoming more and more sophisticated all the time, together so that we're making sensible, intelligent recommendations on behalf of the viewer at home. And the ID is the, is the underpinning, the barcode, as I say, right. to that process. So that ID allows you to associate some sort of schedule, whatever the schedule is for that particular channel and, and a whole bunch of other information. But there's one other important critical ingredient in that, and that's the content that's actually scheduled in there. If you don't have great metadata, as my listeners will know, you don't get found. Um, so that's the other piece there. And that's where you're really helping the content provider not the service aggregator, right? Because you're making it discoverable. Absolutely. So we ingest metadata or we ingest information source data from content owners all around the world and have been doing so for many, many years. We then normalize that metadata so that it fits into the standards which are which become useful ent- a useful entity for our distribution clients. So the quality of that metadata is, 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 is imperative. The good news is that for many fast channels, we've already got the program IDs. Not always, but typically we, will, we may well have that program ID. But as you create the channel, we also need to add the channel ID onto that as part of the way the ID infrastructure works and ultimately the recommendations from that ID infrastructure display the recommendations for our clients and solve the search problem that we're we're talking about. Right. This is very timely because I'm expecting, and certainly one of the things that's been a hot discussion item at the CTV Mm. Summit here in London was fast channels and the explosive growth. Uh, I'm expecting a lot more people to step into this aggregation role of these channels. Uh, So I think without this infrastructure, it's going to be very difficult for that for the content to be found. Um, this makes it, uh, makes inclusion of the channels much easier. It really has a very beneficial uh, impact to the whole ecosystem, right, for fast linear. It, it does, and, and Gracenote's role has always been to provide a service that sits between the distribution platforms that are hosting these fast channels, as well as the content owners that are creating these fast channels and looking to make important dollars, important revenue out of their back catalogues and historical, their sort of their, their libraries of, of, of programming. Um, so I think that you know, Gracenote is continuing in that role of being both a provider to both sides of that distribution and content camp. Right. And so this is a this is a new service but it's already available and up and running, right? That's right. Um you know, we've been you know, we launched this just uh, just yesterday um, in terms of the, the naming of the Gracenote streaming channels database. Um, uh, but it's a service that we have been uh, create. You know, we, we've we've been ser- we've been providing that service uh, already, and, and we've got a number of fast channels that we we are supporting for content owners around the world. And it's very very strong in the United States, but we're seeing that grow uh, very fast outside of the United States now as well. Yeah, one of the interesting trends that I've seen is actually operators, pay TV operators, are starting to to include fast channels in their regular channel listings. Um, this is, so this is very important for the operators. They really wouldn't be able to do it, I mean, assuming that they're using your, your data for their guides anyway, for their traditional linear television. Mm. They wouldn't be able to do the addition of the fast, chan- fast linear channels into their guides without this, right? That's right. You know, we, we, we know from 
uh, conversations that we have with our clients is that even the most even the most powerful content operators um, are asked and, and instructed in many cases to make sure that they're using a Gracenode ID so that that super aggregator, that universal search functionality works for the distribution platforms. Um, they, they will answer much more intelligently questions about the way in which the user experience is evolving and people wanting more and more of these fast channels and, and sort of be, being sort of fed um, sort of li traditional linear channels in a fast format. That's all about the user experience. Are our job is to service that functionality right. and that search once they've made the decision to invest in that sort of a, a user interface. You know, this couldn't have come at a better time. I'm expecting, from here, I'm expecting there to be an actually explosion of people that are aggregating these channels. I'm already seeing some of the cloud guides beginning to include fast channels as well. They're not just acting as guides to SVOD. Now they're actually providing uh, virtual linear channels in their services. I expect also SVOD services to start to create their own uh, virtual linear channels, distribute them both through fast platforms and through other aggregators, and turn their, their own apps into uh, a, a linear integrators, linear aggregators as well. So this explosion activity really can't happen unless we can, we can link the channels, we can ID, ID the channels, identify the schedules, and link the data to it, right? So it really underpins all the growth that I'm expecting to see in the market. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can see you sort of relishing in the explosion of all of this interesting content. Yeah. And that's wonderful. And certainly being here for the last couple of days, you've seen people talking exactly in the way you are. But if you're sitting at home, that explosion only exacerbates the, the paradox of choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got all this stuff out there and you may, you, you may or may not be aware of it, but can you find it? There's no yeah. point in that content being there unless it's discoverable. So, you know, I can see your excitement and you could see the excitement in the hall earlier today and yesterday. Um, but unless you can find that content then th there's you know that's that's an important step to be making yeah yep. always the biggest challenge simon thank you so much for spending time with us to tell us about this service and uh, i look forward to looping back with you in a couple of months when it's more widely used and i hope you've got some more exciting announcements for us i'm sure we will look forward to it very good thank you simon pleasure this has been colin dixon with end screen media This podcast is a production of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.